0: There are many things special about the beautiful game, but perhaps nothing is as special and unique to the game as the jersey exchange. Stay tuned, and I'll share more. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net! Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post, not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post almost made him in, and they have! He has to! talked about, you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner, goes towards the near post, and you're on the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! Hello everyone, this is Rev Brad, and you're listening to From the Touchline. The jersey exchange is perhaps one of the most unique parts of soccer that captures me. Maybe because I'm sentimental, or maybe because there seems to be a powerful symbolism when two players, who've been battling for 90 minutes against each other, exchange their shirts with one another after a match. Sports writer Billy Witz, writing for the New York Times during the 2010 World Cup, shares a bit of the history of this practice. He writes, This gentlemanly ritual is believed to have begun in 1931, when France beat England for the first time. The French players were so ecstatic, they asked the English players if they could have their jerseys as keepsakes. The English obliged. Well, Billy goes on to share more of the history and some of the other nuances of swapping jerseys with someone, including a prescribed pecking order, the insane values for some of the jerseys today, as well as some of the rules of etiquette, of asking and exchanging. I've seen a lot of this firsthand. When David Beckham came into Major League Soccer, he had what I called the Beckham effect. I remember when he came and made his only appearance in Colorado. The back corridor of the stadium was jam-packed with people families, staff members, players, all wanting a picture, a handshake, boots, or some other article of clothing from the soccer legend. More recently, I've watched as several of the guys on Colorado Rapids have been hopeful to make a jersey exchange with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. A couple of them have been successful. Now, I've served as a volunteer chaplain for the Rapids for over 18 years, and I've enjoyed a bit of this tradition of swapping jerseys myself. I have, quote-unquote, swapped jerseys with friend and mentor Rev. John Boyers, the long-time, now-retired chaplain for Manchester United Football Club. I also have a couple of jerseys from some of the athletes that I've served, and these are really special to me because I have an unwritten rule to not ask for anything from the athletes we serve. And the ones who have given me a jersey, well, we have usually a special relationship, and we've shared and gone through some unique things together. I think the other thing that is so special to me about the jersey exchange is where I see the parallels of this practice in the Bible. Perhaps one of the earliest examples that comes to mind is found in the book of Ruth, chapter 4. In ancient times in Israel, there would be an exchange of sandals to legalize or legitimize different social customs, cultural traditions, and transactions. In the case of Boaz and Ruth, Boaz was making an exchange with another kinsman, another family member. Not an exchange of ownership or slavery, but an exchange of rights and responsibility. In reading a bit deeper, what is interesting is that the way the text reads, there are a couple possible ways that this exchange of sandals could have happened. It might have been that only one other person was giving their sandals away. Or it could have been that both people were exchanging their sandals with each other. I try and imagine what it would look like after something like this would happen, a bunch of guys running around with bare feet. But anyway, I find this fascinating because it mirrors what often happens in football. There are really two ways that a jersey exchange happens. Either both players swap shirts, or only one person gives their shirt away. Well, maybe from these ancient times, people started thinking it would be better to exchange shirts rather than sandals, especially with the way that road conditions were back then. I don't know, but it's certainly interesting to think about. I think the next most powerful story of exchange we see in the Bible Happens between two guys that are like brothers, David and Jonathan. We read in 1 Samuel 18, verses 3 and 4, and this is after David has taken down the giant Goliath, and really the first time that he and Jonathan are kind of meeting. They probably knew each other before, but listen to this. And Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his tunic and even his sword his bow, and his belt. Now, I don't know that this is the first ever jersey swap, but it might come close. Even though Jonathan and David were were technically on the same team, there was trouble between David and Jonathan's father, King Saul. You see, Saul saw David as a threat for the throne and spent much of his later life hunting David down. But Jonathan and David kept up their friendship and their relationship in spite of this. And there's a powerful significant in significance in Jonathan's act here, because Jonathan would technically have been the successor to the throne, but in this exchange, when he gives his robe, his tunic, his sword, his belt, it's as if Jonathan is saying, no, David, you are going to be the next king, and I'm behind you all the way. Well, Jonathan's exchange with David, likely one-sided, was a show of deep love, respect, and admiration. I think this mirrors much of how footballers today make jersey exchanges. The swap is made when there's a mutual, or at least a profound respect for the one we ask the jersey of. Well, any account in the Bible where we observe a sandal swap, a robe or tunic exchange, all point to the ultimate exchange, and that's the next thing I want to get into. We can begin to read about the ultimate exchange in John 1.14, where it reads, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we have seen his glory glory as of the only son from the father full of grace and truth john here is describing jesus and we see that an exchange was made verse 1 of john 1 begins or tells us in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god jesus exchanges the shirt the jersey, the camiseta, if you will, of heaven, for an earthly one. It reminds me of the words of a modern Christian song, often sung at Christmas. So wrap our injured flesh around you, breathe our air, and walk our sod. The Apostle Paul, writing to the Philippians, writes of this exchange of Jesus and his exemplary life in a different way. He shares that it's really to be an example for what the Christian is to emulate, Listen to what Paul writes in Philippians 2, 5 through 8. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on a cross. Jesus makes the exchange. The crown prince of heaven, God himself, he takes on the nature, the human likeness, the appearance and physicality of humanity. He makes the ultimate exchange. We, though, are a bit different. As fallen people, we struggle to make a good exchange. In fact, we often do the opposite. We exchange the glory The glory of God, the glory that we have, the glory as being made in the image of God, the imago Dei, we exchange that glory for something lesser, something more base. The psalmist writes in Psalm 106 of how God's people exchange God and his glory for the image of a bull which eats grass. We we read elsewhere in Romans chapter 1 of humanity's propensity to exchange the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal man and birds and animals and reptiles. From that same text, Paul challenges us because we exchange the truth of God for a lie, and we worship created things rather than the created. There are other examples in the Bible, too, simpler ones. Remember the elder brother Esau? He exchanges his birthright for a bowl of soup just because he's hungry. Time and time again, we come out on the wrong side of the exchange. It's like we've just played in the most difficult match of our lives against the greatest player on the greatest team, and we walk up and ask to exchange our jersey with the kit man. But it doesn't have to be this way. Paul writes to the church in the area of Galatia, people who were constantly coming out on the wrong side of the exchange, and he tells them in Galatians three twenty six through 29 So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. For those who have been clothed with Christ, for those who have figuratively exchanged our jersey with him, there is an inheritance a promise, a future. And if you've made this exchange, there's a call for us, a a way to live life differently, to clothe ourselves with Christ. And this exchange, our sinfulness for Jesus's righteousness is what, in the end, allows us to stand before God and be accepted. My friend, take a moment. Look on your wall. What is the most famous jersey you have hanging there? What is the best jersey swap you ever made? Have you made that one with Jesus? Your life for his? It is the best and most important exchange you could ever make. Let me close with a prayer. Jesus, let us come and exchange our life jersey with you. Take our dirty, soiled shirt, ripped and torn as it is, worthless as it is. In repentance, please forgive us. Of the fouls, the dirty play, the way we've played the game, exchange and clothe us with your shirt of righteousness so that we might stand before almighty god and be counted as one of your team as one of your sons and daughters hear this prayer make this exchange with me amen this is rev coming to you from the touchline